No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited, so visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. simple road family hope you're all having an awesome week so this week we had a trip to see tedeschi trucks and the hard-working americans uh, what you're gonna hear is us hanging out on the porch talking about what went down that night and loving each other it was a hell of a weekend man um 
It was pretty incredible, but I'm not going to go on because I already went on for over an hour about what happened. Uh, the response thing, man. You guys are amazing. Keep it coming. Um, we love all your letters and the emails that we've been getting, and we really appreciate you guys. Um, one of the things I wanted to let you guys know about is this show called Dead Air. It's a rad show. I've listened to it for a long time. It's on um, GratefulDeadRadio.net, and there's this guy, Uncle John, and he's going to shout out our show on there, and I just wanted to give him some love back. If you want to listen to Dead Air, you can hear it uh, Sundays at 7.30 Eastern Time. It's broadcasted on the radio at WESU 88.1 FM out of Middletown, Connecticut, or you can stream the show live from the link on their site at deadair881.net. That's deadair881.net. Or you can find um, link to past episodes and stuff like that. And then they rebroadcast the show on gdradio.net, which is another awesome way to get uh, live live dead into your life if you don't have serious and all that. Um, Grateful Dead Radio or gdradio.net streams 24-7 dead and dead and family shows like you know rat dog Phil and friends dead and company and stuff like that um so yeah uncle john man thanks brother so also keep the audios coming in we've got a trip report this week for you guys from tom our buddy tommy tacos out in oregon out in oregon out in colorado and uh those are cool to get, man. It, it's nice to hear that other people are out there being out there doing their thing. So, yeah, uh, I go, I'll go ahead. You know what? I'll go ahead and play that for you guys right now. What's up, Aaron, Apple, Mel, everyone at Casa Chapla Day. This is Tommy Tacos checking in from the Las Vegas airport. It's about 1230 a.m. Uh, Tuesday, Halloween morning. Uh, my flight back to Colorado boards in about 10 minutes. And I just saw some really good fucking shows this weekend. This was Widespread Panic's Halloween run. And boy, was it a fucking doozy. We got some incredible covers. We got some Stones. We got some Tom Petty. We got, let's see, a lot of Neil Young, obviously, along with... The uh, uh, that's Panic does a lot of Neil Young. They opened the first night on uh, David Bowie's Heroes, kind of a little Vegas tribute uh, as part of the Vegas Strong campaign. The highlight for me personally was uh, they did Magic Carpet Ride second set Sunday night, and it was just perfect, man. It was the old school hippie bliss vibe. I was blissing out hard and uh, just amazed. It was super psychedelic. A great jam came out of it. The band was into it. The crowd was into it. It was just one of those moments where you can't help but smile when you remember it. Um, also, a great Gonzo weekend. Between me and my buddy, we managed to assemble a full suitcase, and we put it to good use for damn sure. Uh, reached some great highs this weekend. And uh, the Sunday show was the Halloween show, and it was Fear and Loathing themed. They had some Fear and Loathing stage props, and... Uh, few of them let's see jojo was dressed up as hunter and Dwayne was dressed as dr gonzo so there you go uh 
Today, Monday, we had a nice little fuck-off day in town. Went to Old Vegas, went and saw the Gold Nugget and some other stuff. And uh, then we went out of town, took a little expedition to Red Rocks Canyon Park. Uh, got out, explored, got lost in the rocks for a little bit. And it was great to experience that too, man. Uh, it's a very beautiful area. I absolutely love the desert. And so it was nice to be able to get out and explore some of the natural area too and get away from the hustle and bustle of the city. Um, we stayed at the Hooters Hotel. That was a trip in and of itself. Ate some chicken wings and uh, chatted up some of the Hooters girls. But, uh, you know, it was close to the show, so uh, it worked out. And, you know, it kind of just added to the novelty of the whole weekend. Anyway, uh, my flight's about to board, so I better take off, but I hope everyone's doing well. I've been thinking about you guys this weekend and your Vegas connections, and uh, tell you what, man, this city knows how to party, at least when I'm in it. All right, guys, hope you're doing great. I'll catch you later. Thanks, Tommy, for sending that in, man. We appreciate it, and we appreciate you. If you haven't listened to Tom's episode, it's up on the website. You could check him out. We gave him a little interview a couple of weeks ago, and we had a good time talking to him out here on the porch. So the business end of stuff. Um, visit the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash no simple road. That's where you can help us out, man. Get this thing rolling. Keep the train on the tracks and all that stuff. Um, You can give as little as a buck a month on Patreon. And, um, you know, there's different tiers and all that. You you already know the whole rap. I won't get into the whole thing. And then, uh, you know, check out our Instagram. Go on there and follow us on Instagram at No Simple Road. Check out the Facebook page and our website, nosimpleroad.com. So, yeah, just real quick business this week. That was it. And um, we just want you to know that we love you guys. So without further ado, here's our recap of the hardworking Americans who were fucking amazing. And Tedeschi Trucks, who was equally incredible and blew the minds collectively of the entire Chapeladay pad. So enjoy. Tired of you guys arguing all the time. Too bad. We're not going to stop. Aaron will pull this car. I will stop this podcast and turn it around. There's just no end to it because me and her don't get along. That's it. You guys are always fighting. We've been faking it for months now. You guys are scary. Yep. We were trying to keep it together for the kids, but... But (laughs) it's coming out tonight. Listen, listen. Is it my fault? It is your fault, Ryder. Yes, it is. It is. You bring it up. You should feel really guilty. It's all your fault. All right, all right. You should feel that way. All right, here we go. I can't own anything, guys. Wait, we already started. Yeah. I had a feeling. Melanie. What? I have something for you. Yay! Here's a nice bowl of something. King Tut. King Tut from... Sativa. Uh, Shango. Yeah. From uh, Shango of Portland. Yeah. Thank you, Shango. Thank you, Shango, for, for this nice sativa this morning. King Tut. Here's a lighter. I've got a lighter. All right. Abundance of it. lighters. Here goes a, a nice morning morning dew. Woken toke. I've never heard that. I just made it up. Oh. Well, I didn't want any. It's Ta-da. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. It's marijuana. No, thanks. Ew. You guys are gross. That's for commies. <laughs> Jazz musicians. Because <laughs> users are losers. And losers are, are users. users. This has been brought to you by Shango of Oregon. That's right. <laughs> Not really. <coughs>
Um, so welcome back, everybody. How you doing out there? Good morning. Say good morning, family. Happy morning, Sunday, morning, everybody. Family. So it's been a fun weekend, man. Like, it's a Friday. Still going. I know. Wait, it's not over. Nope. No, we bit. even got an extra Today's hour. <laughs> I know. And you thought we were all just ditching work. I did. Yep. So this has been a time warp weekend. How about that? Yeah. Friday night, we went and saw hardworking Americans and Tedeschi Trucks. And I'll tell you what. I mean, I knew that it was going to be a good show. I had an inkling. I had never seen them before. But holy shit balls, man. I mean... If there is a church for heads, that's it. For real, for real. Yeah, it was like, something else. I got moved well, in, in a way that... with the heads thing. If there was a church that wasn't churchy, yeah. <laughs> that was for people who love music and kind of treated it that way, it would definitely be that. She yeah. was so soulful and so beautiful and strong and... I don't know. It was just, it was really, I think what all of us needed that night, like a little bit of love, feeling the the groove between the two. Um, what's his name? The truck is his name. What's his name? Derek, Derek, Derek trucks. trucks. Derek Trucks. And Susan Tedeschi or Tedeschi. Is that whatever? Right? I don't whatever. know. Tedeschi. However you say it, but they, you could feel their love. And that was kind of the precedent for my night. That's what I kept feeling because i started it's our november it's our anniversary month yeah and then alex and i were talking about me and you right before we walked in and it was a full moon and i had me and alex had just gotten back from a yoga class yeah and we got our freaking that full moon spoke to both of us big time and uh so we went in there with like the love vibe and then she was bringing the love vibe and it was like a big mom caressing you and that's all i can say what while the show was going on i just remember thinking like this is what power in a couple is like Mm -hmm. when a couple comes together in that space and then uses it to do stuff for other people this is what it is there was such magic between them she would she would sing from the bottom of her feet all the way out the top of her head. It was coming from Gaia, from Mother Earth. Yeah, like it was like literally time. being up from the roots of the earth into her little baby cute feet with her badass boots on, all the way up through her legs, into her freaking stomach as she pulled it up through her freaking vocal cord and out into the mic. And like I said, caressing us with each one of her lyrics and her intonations and her conjuring up shit. And and then them playing back and forth, him with the music and her with the vocals. It was like they were making love. We were witnessing them making love and feeding everyone she would call out with her voice and then he would answer that call with the guitar with this like primal power Mm -hmm. energy that came out of his slide like he does this amazing slide guitar thing and he would just answer back with this vibration of just power and primal energy that would take over the place and then i remember at one point you were sitting next to me, Mel, and you were like rubbing my back of my head and stuff, and you kept burping, and it smelled like puke. And I was like, "Oh shit, she's gonna puke!" And then you got up and you took off, and you you were like, "I'm gonna go to the bathroom," and you went over into the hallway over on the side, 
And I stayed in the seat for a second and I, I heard the little voice inside my head go, don't let your girl go puke in the hallway by herself. What are you doing, you fucking idiot? <laughs> and I was like, okay. Go I'm not, Yeah. So I, I, I got up and I, I stumbled into the hall and I, I thought it was an exit and I walked out. And we were in this like empty hallway on the side of the stage that had like doors onto the catwalk and nobody was stopping us. Like, no, there was, we could have gotten backstage. It was very different from a Vegas concert because if you go anywhere that's behind the scenes in Vegas, there is security on you being like, um, excuse me, where are you going, miss? Sorry, it's this way. They don't play. But here, there's nobody and all the ushers are like in their 60s or 70s and so they're not going to stop anybody. So I went in this hallway because I literally thought I was going to puke and I felt it coming. But really, I think I just needed to get away from the um, people around us. Like we weren't in an area where you could like openly dance and like. Yeah, we'll get into that. Um, yeah, well, this is us getting into yeah. it. Like it was like we were in the second balcony. So we were like in the posh seats. And it was like a ballet theater. Yeah, it is a ballet theater. Yeah, it is about ballet theater. Ballet. That's <laughs> where all the ballets go and park cars all the time. That's right. Yeah. Do their anyway. interpretive. It's like stomp. Yeah, car different keys. with car keys. Yeah, shaking their car keys. Oh my god, that's not. That's no. Yes, I made that all up. God, Apple. Okay. And I didn't get it good. Just to throw it out there, you're not going to hear from me a lot on this because <laughs> I am catching up at the same time all of you are because I was sick with an ear infection Aww. and couldn't hear out of my ear, which I still can't all the way. So I had to sit this one out, which really sucked, but. My family fucking represented me there, and it was that. It was cool, though, man, because you didn't get to go, and that sucked, but you gave me your ticket, and there it was sold out, and there was this sister that came <coughs> running out of the theater, and her friend didn't have a ticket, and she was like, does anybody have tickets? And I said, yeah, I have one, and she said, how much? And I looked at her, and I kind of smiled, and I said, a million dollars and she reached into her bra and I thought she was going to pull out a million dollars and it's a big she, bra yeah and but she didn't and she pulled out a hundred dollar bill and I was she goes really how much and I said how about cheap is free and she was like are you kidding me I said no take it go have a good time and so we got to bless that lady with your ticket and it was cool man and that made me feel better when you told I love it when a ticket goes to a, a miracle <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sucked in, that you weren't there, but you were there with us. Big time. So anyway, back to the hallway. So the come up on that MDMA was, it's strong, man. It's like a the cables on an elevator getting cut and yeah. the elevator falling or going up. What I don't know. What are you know. talking what, about, what, MDMA? Feels, what are you, what are you allegedly. Academic, oh, academically okay. speaking, oh, okay. that's okay. what I've heard, that MDMA does that to people when, when they take it, it at like Tedeschi Trucks. Apparently it feels like going into hyperspace in Star Wars. Apparently. Apparently. It feels like that. Yeah, so it can be a little, little much and... As you were burping vomit into my face. <laughs> I, and rubbing you. And rubbing my hair. <laughs> it's going to be okay. It, yeah. I, and I was, I had just taken mine, so I hadn't really took taken off yet. Tooken? Taken. Tooken. Taken off. And uh, so we end up in this hallway and it was my plan all along to get please. out of those stuffy ass seats and get so that I can either puke or dance or anything I wanted instead of be squished behind people who only wanted to sit. So th- so it was the weirdest <laughs> thing. Like, I've been to a lot of concerts, man, and a lot of different venues in different states. You like, haven't been to Keller Auditorium. I haven't been to Keller, Morgan. obviously. <laughs> so it was the weirdest thing. Like, 
everybody in the balcony was sitting. And then when the songs would end, they would clap very politely. And there was families, you know, interspersed in this crowd of over 50 dentists and retirees and Hey, you, you could, Dennis can rock out. I didn't. Did I? Did, I didn't say anything was no bad about it. No. Yeah, I personally have utilized Dennis quite a few that's times. Right. Yes, that's right. But they were just clapping were very politely there. and and not dancing, and it was really weird. And so well, they were very reserved, and that's what it was. It was like this woman was like trying to pull them out of her. Not even trying. She was lyrically and cosmically pulling people out of their seats and out of their souls, and they were resisting it with their little polite applause and that's just weird to me i'm not judging it you can totally do that it was weird to me being high from the full moon and all that pranayama and meditation we were doing alex and i and then we did this awesome we took our our sacrament underneath the full moon and it was the super coolest it was like it was like a bond moment alex it was was you know it was super cool and you know, like, so then we get there full of love. We ran. We got lost. We got found. <laughs> I, I'm watching yeah. you guys on, on Find My Friends. I'm watching you. It was an adventure. Because I had got there first with Ryder, and Ryder and I had different seats. So I'm sitting by myself, like, next to this guy who, as soon as I sat down, covered his face with his jacket. So, he, <laughs> like, I smelled. I showered that day. And he smelled good as fuck. So I'm just saying, yeah, like, man. his beard and I his am hair a hippie, smelled but amazing. Fucking A, I don't stink. Yeah, Aaron yet. doesn't stink. Today. I can, well, yeah. I, I, wait, I, I lied. I haven't showered since the show. <laughs> I stink like a motherfucker right now. At the time. Now. Yeah. Well, you were having Indian you food. Were <laughs> that's right. Okay, that's what that is. But nonetheless, man, don't cover your mouth when I sit down, punk ass. <laughs> Ryder and I did sit down in the orchestra just because that's the way we ended up getting our seats. And, and we were in an area, too. Like you guys said, it was very much a 50 and over crowd. And a lot of couples, and a lot of couples there in groups with friends. Mm-hmm. But even for as much as like you guys were talking about, like that sort of resisting what they were putting down, the way that that Trucks and Tedeschi interacted, then the way that you guys were talking about as a couple, everybody left there with like just googly eyed love. Like all these old people who had kind of been a little bit stuffy and reserved were walking out arm in arm, and they were giving each other looks. Cute, they broke of, it down. Yeah, and everybody <laughs> left there. At least with that. And that yeah. was really cool to see some squares. It Become was cool. circles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. They it was did. cool. It was cool. That I sat was next beautiful. to a dentist, but it worked out. <laughs> so we ended up over in this hallway, and I'm starting to come on really hard, and my stomach's dropping, and Mel's sitting like, Indian style in the hallway with her, well, not Indian style, with her knees like up against her forehead. And they started going into that drum solo and it was vibrating the whole hallway. You know, when you go to like Knott's Berry Farm or the Fun House or whatever, and they have that walkway that with the tube that spins around it. <laughs> yeah. That's what was happening. The drums were going and the whole hallway oh was gosh. spinning and turning around me. And Mel was stuck to the wall. Going around and around, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I have to keep it together because if I I know myself, so I know that okay. If I just like stay here for a moment, it's like almost like a really deep meditation for me. Like when I get like that, and so if I get pulled out of it, I get almost nauseous, like I'm being flung back into like that boy that Adam sent us. With yeah, the on, go the, cart. on the go kart, yeah, <laughs> spinning around oh in God, a circle we're on the put floor. That as a link at the end of the show, you guys have to watch that. So this is what was happening to me when I was so like quote unquote stuck to the wall. 
So, yeah, you guys will get that later. It yeah. was it was great, and I think it made all of us full of love. And like the next night, um, oh wait, I want um, you just go. Ryder. Ryder. What were you going to say? I cut you off. I'm I sorry. I don't remember. Right on. <laughs> That's an honest no, answer right I there. Don't. I like that. Um, right. I can tell my. Yeah, but yeah, what was I, going I'd on? love yeah. to hear. I'd love to hear your yeah. take. After, after we split up at the, uh, the beginning of the show and went to our different seats, uh, I was sitting there next to that dentist guy. Yep. Um, him and his wife. And they were when. Uh, I forgot the. Name of the first show. Hardworking Americans. Went on. He was into it enough. Like, he was, like, tapping his hands, and they they do a good show, and he was like, woo, yeah. He'd, like, say a little bit, but, like, not yell. Yeah, reserved. Yeah. And and so he was kind of into it, and then at the end of the very last song of Hardworking Americans, I allegedly took my sacrament. Yeah. And... (laughs) The f- halfway through the first song of Tedeschi Trucks, I started to come up, like, really started to come up, and it, so it was perfect. It was, it was an amazing show. <laughs> it was cool because Mel and, and Alex hadn't gotten there yet, and like I said, I was all by myself, and and they started, and I'm sitting there like, come on, come on, you're missing it, you know, and yeah, and Mel texts me, she's like, we're outside smoking before we come in. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and then, well, okay, so everybody, um. They had that girl that came up to them asking for a ticket. We also got some guys that wanted to come into the show asking if we had tickets. And Alex is like, yeah, but we need them. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we have tickets. I thought they were scalpers because they were like, you guys got any extra tickets? I'll buy them. That was, my, that was what I thought they were saying. So, no, we need them. I just found that the whole night we get we kept getting pulled away, Alex and I. Like It was like... It was like a video game. I yeah. felt like we were literally in a video, the Portland freaking video game. Exactly. Like, and <laughs> leaving leaving the yoga studio, I I'm from here, you guys. I'm I'm a Portland native, and I might as well have never even been to the city before when we left. <laughs> I knew where we were. I know where Keller Auditorium is. But we we stepped out of the out of the studio onto the street. We're like, all right, let's go. And we took like two steps, and then stopped. And I looked at Mel and was like, well. Where are we going? <laughs> but it was cool. And I was like, I thought you knew. We you guys, you guys ran while. from the yoga studio. <laughs> not, not okay. So we left, and we got a few blocks. And Melanie realized she'd left her water bottle, and I was totally down. It was right down the street. It was like, we got to go get it. It's your water bottle. This water bottle is very special. special. Yeah, it came yeah. from the Shoreline it, Dead and Company okay, show. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't go to the Shoreline Dead and Company, and Aaron brought that back as one of his mementos for me. And so I started bringing it to work. And it smells and reeks of keef and frickin'. It's covered in finger hash. It's, yeah. <laughs> like, I've tried to wash it off, and it just yeah. doesn't come off. So She opened it <laughs> while we were walking, and people that were walking past us thought someone else in the vicinity was smoking it. And, you know, like people do when they smell somebody token and secret, they go, smells good around here. Kind of put it out there. It's just, was like, just my water. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a fucking Nalgene bottle, which is, which is pretty, pretty Yeah, rad. so I wanted to get it, but I didn't want to be any more late. So Alice was just like, like Alice yeah. kind of made the, the decision, and I was like, yeah. Back. So we ran back to the yoga studio and it was like so it was like exhilarating is the word. It really yeah. felt like a little kid at the beach with their arms open, like running with their freaking naked butt. Like 
It was so it was so good. Everything was so good. I just pictured a naked butt running just just the butt <laughs> yeah. with legs running down the street. <laughs> That's what it was like. And then butt so butt. and then we were like talking about some really cool shit and the full moon was out. So then we came back out and I'm not even going to bring up that yoga class yet. I, we'll, that, get to, we'll do yeah, that. That's, yeah. that's too much. But um, anyway, so I, I grabbed our, our bottle, my b- bottle, and then I was like, forgot where we were going again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so we ran, we ran again. Just it was a like little we bit to get further to- <laughs> past where we had stopped to turn around and had already run from. And, like, and kind of like, well, I mean, we're, we're both fast walkers. This is fine. <laughs> And just speed walk the rest of the way. And but I we didn't went realize. <laughs> yes. And we only needed to go like two blocks up. As <laughs> I'm <laughs> as I'm watching you guys on Find Friends, I'm like, oh, they're fuck. totally going the wrong way. Yeah. Do I text them turn right there? And then they'd be like, "How the fuck does he know where we are?" So I was like, oh, "Okay, I'll just let it happen." And the, and luckily there was a a deadhead lady sitting next to me, her and her husband, and she had seen the whole thing going on. She put her hand on my shoulder. She goes, "Honey, it doesn't matter if they get here. You're here. They'll be here when they're supposed to be here." And the band totally were like, when, on. when we got in there, they it was their second song. And she went up to the balcony. I went down to the orchestra. So I was walking down the aisle, and I walked in and kind of. You know, like the music was chill. They were just getting started. And I was like, okay, cool. And I found my seat and I sat down. And at the end of that song, it was totally like, they were like, all right, yep. you guys made it. Everybody's here. It was Boom. it was like that, too. As really, they came yeah. out with the first song and it was jamming, but it was like the song telling everybody, get okay, to get to your seats. Absolutely. We're about to start the show. Which is old school and awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then. And then I had to go pee before I came in. So Aww. to, you know, take care of that thing. And then Aww. that was it. I was like stoned again. Do, do, do. Didn't know where I was like asking the wrong people where do I sit? And where do I sit? And I was on like <laughs> like if it was a rainbow, I was on one side and it was on the opposite side of where I needed to be. So I had to walk across the rainbow and go all the way back and then I came in and I had to put my phone on to look at the I mean, I was I shouldn't have been by myself, is what I should say. So what you're saying is <laughs> Papa Bear needs to be around. What happened was... No, we, Alex and I were fine, but even that two, that that two little minutes that we yeah. separated... And we passed each other. She went in just a few, two or three minutes before I did because I finished a cigarette. And then I walked in, and I asked the guy at the door where the coat check was, and he told me exactly where it was. They have a coat check, I didn't guys. make it there. Which was so good. I went up into the bathroom. And Aaron left my hat at Keller Auditorium, and but it was such wait, a cute wait, hat. Wait, 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 wait. What? Who left your hat? Aaron, he went to the coat check to get my stuff because Did, I Wait, was I with you when you checked your hat? They were supposed to be together. Wait. wait. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. It was a package deal. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. I, I owe you a hat, babe. I'm sorry. I, I was really insensitive, and I, and I deliberately I left your hat. I believe wholeheartedly that they will, because yeah. the coat check people, they were good. Yes, mm-hmm. they were yeah. Carol. Oh. Carol. I remember Carol. her name. Yeah, we she each was a sweet checked, little heart. Checked our things. You, Aaron did when you got there. Melanie did when she walked in, and then I did after Melanie was gone from there. So we each three individually had a really good experience with yeah. Carol. Yeah. yeah. So wonderful. so thank you, Carol, thank from you. Keller Auditorium. You were the biggest sweetheart, and I want to call and get my hat back. That's okay. all. So oh, she took one of those things home. Now she's listening. Maybe. Yeah. yeah Ryder and I. Ryder and I handed out some some flyers well, before the show. The on uh, so yeah. hopefully somebody who was at the show will listen to this and hear this. Um, 
you guys are part of that night and I'd love to hear what you guys thought. So if anybody's um, happens to listen to this podcast that was there that night, tell yeah. your story. If you interacted with any of us or, you know, by accident or on purpose. Um, or if yeah. you have a cool hat you don't want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so we, were, we were over there and we ended up in this vestibule on the side. And like I said, once the show got going, there was a few people up dancing here and there. But down on the floor, everybody was grooving. And then up in the balcony was just interspersed. And you could hear, like, the madhouse happening as the family woke up to the music and started howling and calling out to each other when when the shit got deep. And then we're over on this side in the vestibule and it's pitch black in there. And there's a curtain separating us on our on our right side from the balcony so that they couldn't see into the vestibule. And I thought to myself, you know what? Fuck this. And I took the curtain and I pulled the curtain back so that everybody could see us. And Melanie and I fucking grooved over there right in front of everybody in the whole balcony watching. And I was fucking shaking my butt at him like, come on, motherfuckers, let's go. Get up. Get out of your seats. Jesus Christ. But it was the strangest experience to see that and to have that thing happening and just the vibe and All seeing people sitting we're not in vegas anymore baby <laughs> well I, vegas isn't the only place people dance man no like, but you know what i'm saying like no holds barred there and even in a nice venue people are gonna be with their drinks spilling it and cr- walking all through all, yeah. yeah you know <laughs> and in here it's super sophisticated which i totally appreciated because it was a beautiful place like really beautiful so yeah. i'm definitely not making fun of it that way it i like really respectful oh my gosh so respectful lids on their cups yeah. and threw all their stuff away i was like yeah five dollars for a con- bottle of water it's very <laughs> conscious here that's in portland and that's one of the things that i love <laughs> i like i appreciate that like the interaction with even like that sweetheart on the street so yeah i was gonna bring that up totally we're gonna bring that up so we have this amazing experience at the show and it was very intimate for mel and i like we were Mm. all by ourselves we're usually with a crew of people and we were all by ourselves up in the up in the balcony dancing together and this vibe from this awesome couple is happening and it Mm. it was really cool to get to spend that time with you and connect like that it was rad i was getting some really heavy revelations about our relationship and what we do for people um unbeknownst to ourselves like we're realizing it now and we're getting blessed by all the amazing people that have come into our Oregon life but and have written into the show too like yeah, that stuff is invaluable one of those sweet letters right now um p- yeah p- just well, p- pull it's it up gonna take we me a minute yeah <laughs> well I just want to say like November for me and Aaron is always like a super romantic time because this is when we like fell in love and got married and this was like our courtship so when it's cool out and crisp and we're doing our thing and like I, he said um, we had time alone and Alex and I had been talking about Aaron and I's relationship right before we walked in and I'm listening to this lady make love to her husband vocally on stage and then I'm realizing this like powerful couple that Aaron and I are and just like the beginnings of what this podcast is doing and what our sweet daughter is doing yeah. and our our son and just we have such an amazing life everywhere we go and we were just talking about last night like we just it almost like just we want to share it with everybody because mm-hmm. it, it just is coming out naturally and like I'm so proud of 
our life that we created. And, it, you know, I, I always say, like, I didn't realize what I was doing. And I think back on it and I really kind of did. And I never gave myself credit for it. I never let myself be okay with the fact that I was creating stuff and denying your magic. Yeah. And I never let myself be okay with having what I have. I always held back a little bit. I was telling you guys last night, I, I had that thing. I, I, I was tripping on it during the show. Like when I would listen to music or see a painting or whatever of somebody that was awesome and that, that moved me and put me in that place, there was always a small part of me that was jealous in a way, not jealous. Like they have it and I don't, and I want to take what they have. Not like that, but like feeling sorry for myself, I guess is a better way to say it of like knowing that I don't have that thing and that I've experienced all this magic and that I can't give it back. And it would make me feel awful. And so that's why I've always picked up and put down and picked up and put down the guitar so many times because I start playing and then I'm like, oh, I'm not as good as that guy. I'm not good enough. What I do doesn't do what they Which do. Which is so dumb. And next show, um, Aaron is going to play the guitar for oh, you guys. Shit. I'm going to make him do that. Some, the one thing yeah. that I love, I'm going to make him play the thing that he knows that I love. Okay. And once you guys hear it, you're going to anyway, love it. Yeah. So <laughs> I realized that I had always thought that. And so there was part of me that like, I don't know didn't let myself enjoy all the way what was happening because it would come in and it would fill me up, but it would hit this wall of sorrow, of sadness and, and jealousy. And I saw it while we were in that show that night. And I let myself feel the weight of the letters that people have written in and, and the things that have happened since we started the show. And also the way that our house has changed and all of us have started morphing since doing this and it's fucking beautiful man it's it's rad and i i feel a lot more comfortable in my own skin after that revelation but i want to read this letter that we got and it's funny too like after we released the duncan episode i knew that a lot of people were going to listen to that because of duncan and i was wondering like you know are we going to get any letters and kind of just putting it out there like hey guys let us know if if you've felt anything from what we were doing and this guy joe wrote in and it's such a cool letter and he turned us on to the coolest band through this letter and i'll read it to you guys aaron melanie apple and alex i've been meaning to hit you guys up for a couple weeks i just want to say that i totally connect with you and what you're putting out there and i love it there's so much i want to say and have thought about hanging out with patio with you guys First off, thank you guys for your vulnerability and honesty when you record. I have a similar relationship with my mom as you do with your daughter, except I was the one that turned her on to the jam, hippie, whatever you want to call it, circus. All you guys wore my heart. I listen at work to you, light bearers. Over three hours today, I listened to you guys just shoot the shit, and I fucking loved it. I had my headphones on at work, and almost every episode I'll burst out laughing or start tearing up. Because the experience you're talking about reminds me of a similar yet different experience of mine. Oh, and Wookie Foot. You have to check them out. You guys do have to check them out. Wookie Foot's awesome. badass. They're awesome. <laughs> They're hard to explain. They're my Grateful Dead. 
and then he gave us a link to the Wookiee Foot discography. They're a lot like The Dead, where they change and morph into new styles. They're the only band I know to have a bagpipe and saxophone in the same song. What else did I want to tell you? Oh, I'm almost caught up on the podcast. I'm so excited for the Duncan Trussell episode, but I'm about two episodes away and I refuse to listen to him out of order because I don't want to miss anything. Hopefully, I'll have an audio story coming in the next week, and I'd love to tell you the Wookiee Foot story. One last thing, I know a guy who'd be awesome for you to connect with. His name is Chuck Hughes, and he does live painting, and he did designs for the dead and did their 94 tour, and fuck yeah, we're going to get a hold of that guy. And he has a ton of awesome dead-related artwork. Look him up, you guys. He, Those shirts were awesome back in 94. Really, really beautiful. Well, family, I hope we can connect. I feel like I know you so well, and I'm a complete stranger. No, you're not, man. Like you've said, you don't want to share your secret of the Grateful Dead. Wookie Foot is that to me. Dude, Aaron or anyone who reads this email, I'd like to vibe with you. I don't know if it's true, but I feel like I'm a better, more conscious, well-rounded person when I hear your voices and opinions. It reminds me there are still conscious, loving people everywhere. Hope one day we cross paths. Love you, family. Joe. So, Joe, we're all vibing with you. Right, right now. now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And... And we gave you good energy last night. Yeah, we yeah we sent you a little video message and thanks, brother. It, it's it's strange. It it's a weird, humbling thing to to have somebody say something like that to you about what you're putting out. It's a uh, it's cool. It's really cool. And thank you, dude. You you helped me to get over some of my shit by saying that. Believe it or not, and I appreciate it. And I'm grateful to you, bro. And humbled. Thanks. So yeah, so anyway, we had this experience, and we're at the show, it ends, and we come stumbling down the stairs from the balcony, and we don't know where Alex and Ryder are, like, they could be in this sea of humans all in there, and I walk out of the door of the balcony to the coat check, and there's Alex standing at the coat check, and (laughs) oh hey, how you doing, nice to meet you buddy. And just like how I left you. Yep. That's literally how I left you at the coat check and came back like, oh, yeah. The show sounded great from out here by the coat check. <laughs> <laughs> I was digging it over here with Carol. It's cool. So uh, so we get our we get our stuff except for Melanie's hat that I left on purpose. And <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it was all my fault. I know. And uh, we go out the front door of the auditorium and we just kind of stumbled and started walking yeah yeah and I, let, yeah. let's go in this direction i don't even know what we didn't have a ride no we, have nothing. we just we wanted we were just gonna I get wanted away to from do the that crowd. again yeah, yeah I, I, and I, oh, order an uber we wanted to get away from the crowd and then we found this cutie tell him about the cutie what oh so there was this brother that was walking down the street he had his backpack on and we're high as a kite in our little group, all hugging and laughing. And <laughs> high oh my from god! The show. Wait a minute, Ryder, you have to tell him. We, uh, <laughs> we were, came out of the. I don't even remember leaving that. <laughs> I kind of uh, don't tour. remember I, leaving. I, I, my memory starts about a block away from that. Okay, started a block. And we're just me and Mel are cuddling, walking down the street, just 
literally the best cuddle. It was I couldn't four stop cuddling. <laughs> yeah, somehow they, like, they they walked together. As like a cuddling unit. as if they were yes. on a couch. It was, <laughs> like, like That's wrapped how around it felt. arms in that you such a way. That. You said you're yeah. a comfy part of the couch. It was like in the Blues Brothers, the penguin, the nun, when she floats in the room, their feet weren't moving. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> floating down the street. Yeah. But in a good way, the, nun, yeah. the penguin was scared. Yeah. Yeah. It was the no. best cuddle sesh ever. And so. it was four blocks, it, and we found a statue. Yeah. Oh, and we took a picture under the statue, and that was super cute. And then this is when we found that. that so guy. He's, he's he's walking, and and we had stopped for some reason, I think, just to figure out where we were going or whatever. And this guy comes walking up, a young kid, maybe in his early twenties, and yeah. he's he's obviously having a rough. He rough looked like go. the little kid from Stand by Me, grown up. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I don't remember which one, but no, the kid, the the, the, the chubby, chubby kid, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, he asked me and Alex, he's like, hey. um, can you guys trade me some weed for a cigarette? And I thought he wanted us to give him weed. Bro, oh, I see. <laughs> I, I understood immediately what, he, what he meant. What do you? What? Of like he wanted to give us marijuana. Oh, and then I, we were gonna give him cigarettes. That's yeah. a good trade. Yeah, that is a we good were trade. Like, but we were both. I, I think we gave him a, what was left of a pack. Yeah. Like we both put cigarettes in a pack and gave it to him. And, and it was said, weird, no, no, man. No, I, I, I felt this like, I don't know, it was sad. Just sadness yeah. coming from this guy, like he, he was needed a, he broken, needed a family hug. broken. Yeah, and, and, and I looked, did. I looked at him, and I, I, I said, "Hey, look at me in the eyes." <laughs> and he, he, he like got all dad on yeah, him. I, I looked me in the eyes, and he, and he looks me in the eyes, and I said, "Everything's gonna be all right." You're gonna be okay. And then didn't we sing "Don't Worry"? About we it? did. We ended up singing "Don't Worry About a Thing" to him. Yeah, we sang that. Oh man, I forgot about that part, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so cool. And I, we sat and talked. Yeah, we all I did. Know, I know. I think I started. I don't know no, I think who you or did. how it's well, writers taking claim, and I think it's true. Like we barely remember I know, this part. I, I, I do that sometimes when people say "Don't worry," I just start singing that, and I was like, "Wait." Yeah, and so we fun. all joined in, and it was really actually beautiful because um, we all have pretty good voices, actually. Yeah, which I didn't realize good. until last night. So it's, when you're real high like that, everything <laughs> sounds yeah, amazing. Yeah, okay, so maybe don't maybe worry. <laughs> okay, well that little cool uh, kid. What was, did we know his Nick, name? Nick. 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 So yeah. Nick heard us, and he felt us. He started crying. He started crying, and we, we gave him a gave big him a family hug. hug. And it was funny. I I handed him. We made business cards for the for the show so that when people ask about it we could just give them a card and hey keep this in your wallet when you remember you can listen to the show and i was like if you need to get a hold of us nick here's our card and i felt like we were like this church revival group on the fucking like canvassing what did they what do they call that when you go door to door and you're religious evangelizing yeah It's a scary word. Yeah. But we were doing the good kind. Yeah. Well, no, we were not evangelizing. We were totally just giving this kid love. That's all he needed. He wanted some cigarettes and he needed a hug. That's what happened. Well, he got got three bears and a bearette hug. Mm-hmm. You and know, it was really cool for all of us. So thank you, Nick. If you ever listen to this podcast, we friggin' loved you that night and we meant it all of us. And we think about you and you're cool. It was a weird thing. I don't, I don't know if you guys thought of this, but like he kept saying, I just need to find a dry place to sleep. I just need I just wanted all I wanted was a cigarette and to go find a dry place to sleep. And now I'm crying. That's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He said that. And you were like, I can't remember what you said to him. 
you were basically just telling like it's gonna be all right. I was You'll find to him about his gear. I was oh, like, that's around. right. Turn, Let me yeah. see your backpack. And I saw it, and I was like, oh, and I pulled on a couple straps, and I was like, this is really good. And I see you've got a tarp, really nice tarp here. And I, like, felt his jacket and talked to him about his coat and talked up all his stuff. And I was like, man, I got to tell you, you are you look fucking prepared, man. Yeah. Talk about a dry place to sleep. That's you right. You set up a dry place to sleep in the fucking, you know, in a monsoon with all this stuff you got you here. You did say that. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And just, you know, but talking as we, about what he had going on. We for hugged him, so. him and then. Reminded him what he did yeah. who he was yeah. and what he did but we have. were walking away and i had a moment of such like utter like i'm a dick like we're going to this nice warm house up in the hills and Aww. with our family and we're I all high like and that. cozy and giggly and there's nick on the street as we walk away like there's Bye. so many nicks out i know there. i know you can't bring all the strays that, home that's see like this is how i don't hold on to guilt um there's just certain things that are you know wars are uh being sick is like apple couldn't come with us he was sick that sucked he's always our freaking other bear that's hanging around but whatever we we still we didn't like have a bad time because apple didn't come like we still did it up and i think that we owe it to ourselves to always give ourselves the best that we can when we have the energy to do so. And then when you have extra, you give it to whoever's around you, whoever you can affect that's right there. So when you go home, that's your memory of your day that you actually did do something. You didn't just drive past that guy. If you drove past him and you noticed him and you wanted to give him something, then do it. So when you drive by there again, it's a good memory, not a bad memory. Yeah. And so that's how I do my life with the guilt stuff. I can't change everything, but I can change what I touch and look and see and smell. And what you guys did give him. I wasn't there, but I've heard I heard this story several times now. That was a great moment in that night for you guys. I'm hearing you describe it just now. You all gave him something. Alex gave him a warm place to sleep. Yeah. By talking about oh, his gear. Shit. Yeah. You guys yeah. gave him fucking that how you you might have caught him. Who knows what moment that guy was at, but talking about it, he needed fucking the familia fucking he needed yep. somebody to tell him it was all right he warmed his heart you talked up you know that sounds like a very cool interaction yeah and gave him cigarettes too have. like something like material he too. obviously gave you something he did yeah, he totally it was did. reciprocal you know yeah that, and that's yeah, what i yeah. mean too like it is reciprocal like i think sometimes people don't realize literally just a pat on the back what sometimes people never get touched yeah. So and that's it, showing them how to get the, like, yeah. don't be, you know, oh, go, going home to my nice pad and everything. You just show you, hey, this is the way to get there. Yeah. yeah be that's, be that's family. What, that's fucking, what I was going to say. You know? There's no way out, but there's a way in. Exactly. You just got to jump in. That's yeah. Thank thinking. you, Wookie Foot. Yeah. That's what I was thinking when, Aaron, you were saying just now about, like, feeling like a dick of, oh, I'm going home to this warm place of, like, not, not that night. Friday night, we didn't send him to a physical warm spot, mm. but we, you know, if he had needed anything more from us, then he would have gotten it. He, we gave him something that he needed to put him in the direction of that, of right. getting that for himself, you know? Yeah, and, and I think and, about it, too, that, like, yeah, we're there filled up with this thing that we do, and we stopped and poured it out all over him, Yeah, you know? And... There's magic in that thing. That that is that's, that's our life. The magic. That's it. Yeah. You know? yeah. And and to give that away is the thing that I was talking about earlier. That I never felt like I had a way to give it back. I was 
taking and, and basically it was a realization of him seeing that that's what is going on in his life it was like a mirror effect yeah and there's no way to deny your goodness in life you know like light shines that's basically what it does and you can put like a blanket over the lamp but there's still underneath it wherever it can light's gonna spill out and I I don't know I don't even know what else to say after that there's just kind of like an end yeah he 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 left warm and that's what matters <laughs> I guess not I guess Come yeah on. well okay and that's what matters he left warm and I think of all the things that happened that night, there was a lot of really cool vignette moments. I can play a montage in my head of trippy, weird shit that went down. But that, I think, was summed up the whole night. Like, that was a, a metaphor for all of it. Our hearts were warm. Yeah, Everybody's man. hearts were warmed. And anyway, so we, we walk away from Nick and we're riders wearing these glasses that he got at the bar <laughs> that are they look like lizard I lizard googly eyes glasses and, so much. and we're walking down the street and we ended up by this giant <laughs> giant fountain of naked people of naked people and we, was twisting the we took a picture of Ryder and mel in front of the fountain <laughs> and I'll, I'll probably post that as the picture for this episode <laughs> and uh we call we call we this had the unconditional love episode yeah right and we called an uber and okay look mdma and my phone don't mix first of all i wear glasses to see and i didn't have my glasses on because i never wear them when i'm in a trip because why bother my eyes are going to be closed all night anyway and my there was like 17 of my phones as i'm trying to look at it and i can't find the app and then i finally find it and i hit it and it was the weirdest thing i like hit the button and like thirty seconds later, our ride showed up. It seemed like like it was boop, very like quick. magic. It was this very this quick. this carriage materialized in uh-huh. front of us. Oh, our ride's here! And I just like stumble and ding, 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 into this guy's car, and we got in. And as we're driving, he's like, "So, what are you guys oh, doing?" Can I, can I, yeah, can I interject here. Yeah, Alex, Aaron, and Melanie all sat in the back, and I sat in the front next to this probably forty-five-year-old. Um, dude, uh, probably worked in a bank when he was thirty. I'm gonna go ahead and crew just, cut, yeah, yeah. sweater vest, stereotype was, real quick. Yeah. And they're all out of their mind in the back, holding hands and cuddling and giggling about the show. And I'm just sitting here, kind of like looking over at this guy and saying something every once in a while. And I'm just like, so, um, how long's your night been? And he just kind of like looks at me for a second. And he's like, eh. It's been about four hours. I'll do another two. And then he just looked back at the thing. I was like not having any of it. I was like, okay. And so I was, I'm sitting in the back and Mel and I and Alex are all like cuddling in the back seat. And, <laughs> and he's like, so what'd you guys do? And I was like, we took MDMA and went to a concert. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Fuck it, man. What's he going to do? Steal my birthday from yeah, me? Like put yeah. me in birthday jail or like, you know, go tell on us. Mm-hmm. Tell my mom. Like, oh, yeah. fuck it. And he was like, oh, okay how was the show and we started telling him like dude it was telepathy what was happening in there tonight you you missed out brother it was fucking amazing like susan tedeschi and and derek trucks are this cut and we went through the whole thing that we've just told you guys in this uber ride with this driver (laughs) and by the time we got to the house like he looked like somebody had whacked him over the head with a rubber mallet (laughs) and there was birds going (laughs) around his head it was really really funny i saw 
different. It, to me, it looked like he didn't want to be there anymore. <laughs> yeah. To me, it looked more like he was like, I can't wait okay. to get these weirdos out of my car. We're I about, bet. We're about half a mile away from their house. I'm almost there. Just two more hours tonight. <laughs> he was probably wondering, he's, after we got out of the car, I wonder if he was like, is this their house? Could this be those? Could Are, they live in th- they, this? This is a very nice place, you guys. So it's like, okay, you know. in reality, I was home and they walked home. There was never an Uber car. <laughs> yeah, they were all oh, wow. wet yeah. and they were, man. We really freaked out that TriMet bus driver, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a, he that was a straight bus. To the house. Yeah. Well, we were driving on the moon. Yep. Melanie was yep. stuck to the wall, and I had a little leprechaun on a broom fly by and fly into my mouth with a razor blade and cut my cheek. Yep. So, hi, Darwin. I hate when that happens. Hi, little fuckers flying yeah. around. So, we get home, and there's a point when I'm rolling like that <laughs> where it's like, that's it, I'm done. I can't do another th- 10 seconds, but... But the kid inside of me is like, I want to keep playing. I don't want to go to bed. But the grown-up in me is like, it's time for you to go to sleep now. And I just got to a point where it was like, okay, all done. And stood up and I was like, I am going to bed now. (laughs) All indignant, like you guys were stopping me. Uh, I am going to bed now. I just just stood up. I was like, nope, nope, you guys are about to roll a joint. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to bed. Nope. I stood up and went inside. Yeah, I can't. It, fell right asleep. I'll tell you though, for those I could have stayed up and played, but for those of you out <laughs> that's there, just me. that struggle that's with, with sun comes I know. I always want to hang out with Apple, but then Aaron's like, "No, let's go to bed," and I'm like in trouble. And yeah, like, you were busted. Let's have go. To yeah. my, I'll make you all yeah. hang out for sun sunrise. I know. I want to okay. do that. We'll do that next time. When so we have a show coming up in on December second. Mel and I are going to celebrate our. 20th year of being married. Yay! On November 30th. (laughs) Okay. That was. And uh, champagne. Oh. Oh. Two bottles. Two. (laughs) And we're going to go to Bend. And we're going to stay in a nice little resort and and ride horses. Ride horses. My favorite thing in the whole world. And we're going to hang out. And then we're going to drive back to Portland and we're going to see our daughter's awesome boyfriend, Adam. (gasps) Yeah, we're gonna who go see sent us that thing from earlier that in the we'll podcast post. that we're gonna post. <laughs> Thank you, Darwin. That was very nice. Darwin. And we're gonna go see Chris Robinson Brotherhood together and have another journey. Yeah. You know, and I was just thinking, like November is such a cool month <laughs> because we started it off with this. And then we have and Aaron's couple- birthday's coming up in November, no. guys. I'm gonna be 46. Send some cool stuff to him. Send him some love, like verbally or like auditorily or any way you can, because um, it's really cool when it's your birthday month. That's my thing. It's like October was my birthday month, and on the last day, he brought me pralines and cream ice cream and um, chocolate bars because he first of all because it was Halloween and, and I was on my period and um, <laughs> I needed it and also because he's super rad and it was my birthday month and that was the last thing he got me on my birthday month and so send him some love and let him know that he's away. cool yeah <laughs> I know <laughs> canceled out birthday the pralines and cream yeah get fuck that hat Swing. dirty hat um, so we're gonna do all that and get to see Adam 
and Alex again is going to be coming and back. And Sydney flies home for Thanksgiving too, and it's Aaron's birthday month. So we will have a recap of Chris Robinson Brotherhood Family Hour <laughs> when that happens, and uh, it's going to be a, a fun month, you guys. I'm I'm excited to. It's been a fun month. Already. Yeah, to have this awakening with you guys. It's rad. It's it's cool to to be finding myself and finding myself around people that love me and and finding myself in a in a place where I don't have to worry about my hang-ups and I can just let them go and I got friends that care about me and and the most awesome co-pilot and partner in the whole wide world man you're the fucking best and mm. all you guys out there that are listening to this man I hope you're feeling what we're putting down, you smell what we're stepping in here, because <laughs> it's you know, like the rock. Almost. Yeah, you smell what we're cooking. <laughs> it's fucking delicious, like the London broil we had last night. Oh man, yeah, and you know if right it, now Ryder and Darwin are hugging like the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> you ruined it. See, he pointed it out. <laughs> Don't embarrass me. It was just so really conscious. cute. So I just I want to say to you guys out there, we do appreciate what you send into us. It means everything, and it, yeah, it does. it's helping to change our worlds. It really is. And, and so, tell them about Hunter, the cutie, cutiest. Okay, so <laughs> I really, really want to start doing our YouTube channel up. I want to have some content on there for you guys. I want to film the episodes and then put them up there and we don't have a decent camera and so i was laying in bed going to sleep and i was thinking man it'd be really nice to have a camera to be able to film the show with and whatever and you know maybe i'll plug the patreon thing or whatever and i went to sleep and i woke up in the morning and there was a text on my phone in the middle of the night our little brother hunter had texted me and was like Hey, you know, I miss you guys and I can't wait to come visit. And I was just thinking, I have this old HD camera and I'd like to send it to you guys so you can use it. Now, if that's not the universe fucking responding in true form right there, I don't know what is. In real time. In real time, totally. And Hunter, man, you're the fucking best. And I guess you are smelling what we're stepping in. Yeah, and we love you so much. That picture that you took of us when you came to visit, like, it's right on the fireplace, and we look at it every day. And even, you're not living here yet, but we're shouting you out, and we can't wait to come here. We love you, Hunter. So the moral to that is we do feel each other, and we love you guys, and we want to hear from you. Tell them about the, the, the microphone, too. Do they know about that? I, I wasn't going to say anything, but... Why not? So, okay. This is not a quick... <laughs> right. Listen, he doesn't want to talk about literally all the blessings that you guys that are listening are bringing us. I'll tell like, the whole story. Tell the whole okay. story, because this is really freaking sweet. So, No Simple Road has a producer. Check that shit out. We don't even have a sponsor, but we have a producer. Um, Justin, from North Carolina, no, from Asheville, <laughs> you know who you are. Bro, thank you so much for for giving back to the show like you have. This okay, so this dude wrote in, and him and I started texting and emailing back and forth, and he hey, offered. Wait a minute, uh, and, and I had also just thought a couple weeks before that I was like, you know, all the digital end of this show is really tough to handle all by myself, like doing the artwork and posting everything and trying to get guests and 
this guy just wrote in and offered to do all that shit with no nothing in return and it's fucking amazing and he's a rad totally beautiful artist and we met and his he family was sweet. we skyped with him and his beautiful wife and his awesome awesome son and it was like we were on the porch hanging yeah. out and it really did feel like that when we were talking so to all Justin. the all the artwork that you guys have seen lately all the no simple road branded stuff that's been on instagram and facebook those are all justin's designs and justin is now the producer of no simple road he's reaching out to radio stations and getting a shout outs and he's reaching out to guests for us and he's doing our artwork and he's a amazing human being and a great dad and an awesome husband Mm -hmm. and we love you man we love you a lot and so and so i come home from work i I, again i gotta start thinking i need i need to think about all the stuff but yeah because even before this i'm gonna tell you this this was i was gonna interrupt him earlier but i said instead of that bs patreon like everybody else does i go why don't we with the people like why don't we say what we need and if you guys are so felt or feel led to like okay like we literally want a video camera this is how much it costs or does somebody have one send that you don't use then send it in like we're not stuck up about equipment like if you have something and you just need shipping then we'll freaking pay for the shipping i don't know i just what i'm trying to find is like another way that building community yeah building community like it doesn't always have to be about the benjis we can go somewhere else we can do something different like if we literally need this stuff and somebody's got it then that's how we want it you know like I I don't know so I was thinking you know I listened to the last show and I heard that everybody's voices sounded kind of far away and I was like god I'd love to have another mic and I had talked about it on the show a little bit and I came home from work and there's a fucking microphone in an Amazon box on our on our doorstep man and Justin sent that to us and dude that means so much not the material part of it But the reciprocal energetic part of it means so much to us, man. Like he wants us to keep doing our thing. So he brought another microphone into our world because he had some extra cash that he wanted to help the show sound better. Exactly. Like that is amazing. And so that's what I'm talking about as far as like, you know, Aaron mentioned it on the show. He was like he felt in his heart and in his physical body, hey, I'm going to order this and send it to them like he did something about it like he he poured out what he filled up with just like we did with nick and so that's the stuff i'm talking about and that's how i would be proud to like aaron keeps talking about like you know we all earn a living like as long as we can continue our lifestyle we're not exotic like you know i think we have enough cool things in our life that keep us happy need more stuff man we don't need more more love in my life less stuff and so that's what that's what's happening in our world. And we get these amazing people that come stay in our home for as long Alex. as they need to. to Alex. Aww. He's had this little miracle. Like, why, don't you, why don't you tell that, man? Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you don't Alex mind. Deserves, no, I don't mind. No, this um, is awesome. This like, would be, uh, yeah. Um, I have been trying out some new sort of self-healing techniques and things, and these guys have all been sort of pointing me in directions on that. Melanie and I I went to the the yoga um, session on Friday night, and and that was the perfect way 
to sort of prepare and, and open up ourselves to the experience that we had at the show with the sacrament that we took. And I had, I had an incredibly revelatory night at the show. Susan Tedeschi was really a, is just, she's so magical, like we were talking about earlier. And I, I actually sat for most of the show and with my eyes closed and just received all these things that pertain to some stuff that I'm having with my own family and, and some struggles we've had. And, uh, and it opened me up and helped me realize the things that were already inside of me that yesterday, um, still very, very high from the night before, went and had some, some time with my, with my family. And we, it was just, it was great. We had a, a great breakthrough. Our relationship made a 360 degree spin and shot straight up into the air. And, and uh, it, that's a good thing. <laughs> in a good way. And uh, um, it was really an incredible way, not to end any journey, but, but you know, transition transition into step two. Well, yeah, you. I mean, you've been staying here for almost a month, and mm-hmm. the thought of you leaving and going somewhere shitty yeah. really was bothering me. Yeah. And now that you have a, a safe landing pad mm-hmm. and you're going to be okay, like, it made it so much better, and it was the most... It was like the cherry on top of the Sunday the of the weekend, sigh. man. I like, could not. I was so excited to come. It was that cosmic breath out. Night. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It was, I was so excited to come here and tell you guys that last night. He and looked like a little kid that I had felt just won the, like, yeah. I don't know. I he mean, won. I was jumping up and down. And I'm a pretty mellow guy. But I mean, I was, I was, I was feeling really, really groovy. And it was, I. I took the public transportation here in Portland to go to the other side of town and then come back to this place and um, and had one one transfer. So I was standing and waiting for that bus and felt all of a sudden just felt really, really high again and was sort of standing there like in awe of like, what is happening? And I realized that just my little love antenna was sticking straight up and going beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and I walked in the door here not long after and Aaron was walking up and he said, I heard you coming. And it was just, it was so cool to still be open from both of the experiences, the thousand nights that Friday night was, like Melanie described yesterday morning. Year, night of a thousand nights. This time of year to be the end of October with a full moon going into, you know, the waning cycle and just to be, there's whatever's in the air right now. Everybody feels a little bit more tuned in and plugged in and, and to feel that and be comfortable and just, I don't know, it's been, it has been an incredible time. And I love all these people so much. It's been so cool. We love you too, Alex. We love, Alex. This, we love you too, brother. Alex. And it's so great. I think for everybody out there, if you're going to get anything from this, today's podcast, help those people out there that are hurting. If you're in a good place, man, you know, you've got that thing that fills you up, pour it out on people. They need us out there, man. There's this undercurrent that's happening that's fighting the darkness that out that's out there. You know, one way or another, this darkness has got to give. And, you know, hardworking Americans sang it for me. And it, it hit home. And, it, you know, I, I had this experience yesterday, like... Apple and I had to go to fucking Costco and it was, I was still high and oh my gosh, man. It was like going into like what you picture like a Rube, 
not Rube Goldberg, um, Hieronymus Bosch yeah. painting. It was like being in a Hieronymus Bosch painting and all these monsters and, and demons and lizards and things are crawling around and grabbing all these things they don't need that are broken and already, you know, all brightly colored and kids are screaming and moms are walking by and they're drunk holding their kid and the lady's and driving a cart. And it's all really <laughs> fluorescent lighting pouring down, burning my eyeballs. And I kept like stumbling off and getting stuck in aisles staring and apple would come by and hey man I had to go collect him hey four man times. yeah c- come on man come on it's okay come on you know and as we're checking out i just see the sea of humanity flowing through these checkout lines and it's you know 12 hours a day seven days a week of people buying shit they don't need so they can have more stuff they don't don't want and so that they can stay stuck in a system that keeps them buying the shit they don't really need or want and I was just like, oh, we're fucked. The human race is fucked. And then I came home and that that guy sent us that letter that I read to you. And we listened to Wookie Foot and it completely changed my outlook on it. We need to pour out on these people. There needs to be. A That's under- what you and Apple were doing in there. There needs to be an undercurrent of love and and community and togetherness that fights against this separation no, and doesn't even f- no fighting there's no need to balances fight. it out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and we we do what melanie just said if i could I just realize that yesterday we had a really positive experience in the middle of costco with the lady that told us where the carry gold butter was she's a sweet <laughs> kind, of, kind of heavy sweet looking just like, like you know grandma. Like, like your like your aunt or grandma and stuff and when we saw her again, she saw that we'd found the butter and she like smiled. And Aaron goes, you have a great holiday. And, every, and she just like lit up and smiled. And so did we. And yeah. So there so is spread a, it around, I guess, is is the, let's the moral to the story. Spreading it because I think yeah. we're already doing that. Like well, you guys, I'm, Justin's spreading it. Alex is spreading it. We're Joe. spreading it. Joe's spreading it. So everybody is spreading. Carrie. Just, just we're all doing good. Let's Tom. keep doing good. Because, you know, sometimes when you're a parent and, like, your kid always hears all the bad stuff that you do, like, why didn't you take out the trash? Lift up your grades. Why is your room dirty? Why can't you be like, good job. You look beautiful today. Here's an extra 20 bucks because I love you. How about that? Like, that's what we need to keep doing so that life can run a little bit cooler and smoother and funner. And when we see our friends opening up, and revealing their shit, be there for them, man. I'll tell you, it's done wonders for me. Don't scorn anyone trying to open up. That's yeah. the worst yeah. thing you could possibly do to someone. Yep. So on that note, this let, is a PSA. Let's, yeah. let's, <laughs> let's do let's do one one ohm or three ohms three again. Oh yeah, that was fun. And don't I can't the palm thing? It, we're all dumb, so don't worry about no, it. No, we're not dumb. <laughs> we're cute. Give us a You're second. Stupid. We're we're getting we're getting situated. Wonder Twin Powers. Actually. Okay, hang on. Here we go. Oh. Oh. Love you. We love, love you. you. <laughs> Darling.
Darwin does too. Have a good week, you guys. We'll see you soon. Mel and I are going to tell our story on the next episode, and you'll hear the full dirt and come into the world a little more. Have a good week, everybody. We love you. Be good, everybody. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. tell you about the April May 2023 issue of Relics magazine features a Dave Matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks Relics. Hi listeners, I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.